Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hello, I'm Wayne. Hi, I'm Richie. Hi, I'm Emer. And I'm Neil. And you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Welcome to Have Heard This Music Podcast Christmas Special. This is like our normal podcast where we talk about lesser-known songs by lesser-known artists, only with a Christmas special feel to it. As always, I'm Wayne, and with me I'm joined by my four, uh, three other hosts this evening. No special guests this evening, it's a Christmas special, and we're introducing our brand new host for the new season for next year. She's done a couple of live B-sides with Rich, but she's, this is her first official podcast as a as a new host so uh, welcome along Ema. thank you very much thanks for having me i'm excited excellent excellent of course we have the uh, old stalwarts of the podcast rich Sailor. rich did you just call me an old stool <laughs> stalwart <laughs> means you've been around oh, a while okay yeah hi I, I, how are you i'm i'm all right i'm okay yeah i'm good i'm glad to be doing the christmas special yes and neil of course hello neil hello you're right yes very good very good as I, as I alluded to it's a christmas special we sort of are keeping a, a normal feel to it we're doing a four-way head-to-head tonight we have no guests so we'll be judging ourselves this throws back to way back in season one when we used to do this when it was just the two it was just two of us bring a song and then the third member who'd lost the week before would judge it and we're doing the same sort of thing this week so yeah so um the four songs we are bringing i will be bringing god damn it jeremy with their song what if Santa Claus is twenty? Is just twenty fairies in a red suit? And uh, what song are you bringing, Rich? I'm bringing "Girl in Red" by Two Queens in a King Size. No, yeah, I'm bringing Other Two Queens in a King Size Bed by Girl in Red. Uh, Neil, what, what song are you bringing? I'm bringing "First Christmas," not "Last Christmas." By I the gave reverse. You my heart. Mm. And Emma, uh, what song are you bringing? I am bringing "Close to Christmas Day" by Taylor Pace. Very good, very good. We'll play those songs, have a chat about, it, and then decide who's the winner. Um, Christmas specials, Rich has got an outstanding run. We've done two Christmas specials. He's two for two on Christmas specials. Do you do a wild card? You, you know what, why not? Throw one in, as we've been yeah. doing. Yeah, uh, so we're going to do a Christmas wild card now as well. Just finish up the year, maybe have a chat about what we did through the year, which was bugger all. We, we really didn't do anything because of the lockdown. We shall move straight on then to our head-to-head. Ho, ho, ho. Right then, Christmas head-to-head. Ema's going to go first. Okay, my Christmas head-to-head is Close to Christmas Day by Taylor Pace. This song was sent to me by Square Business Entertainment, an indie label ran by Mickey Dalton, who wrote and released the song with Taylor Pace, who is a singer, songwriter, producer, performer, and multi-instrumentalist who wrote and performed Close to Christmas Day. As a second-generation musician, Taylor got his start in music through the church and through singing around his house with his family. So this is his lovely R&B, very relaxed, very cool, very chill song. Close to Christmas Day. Air is freezing, the flakes are falling. The hearts of everyone you love start calling. Kids in the snow playing, while the cookies are baking. Their hillsides slaying, and snowmen making. 
oh yeah Decorations and the lights As far as the eye can see Chimney smoke, clouds the air But it's quite clear to me It must be getting close to Christmas Day Lit up trees and the snow Tell me Santa's on his way The feeling I get when I go back home Always makes me want to stay Oh, it must be getting close to Christmas Day Nothing like family When you've been away for a while Smelling mama's good cooking Makes our stomachs growl Eating like we're about to stop Now we're ready to play some cards Sharing stories over music Everybody's laughing oh, Decorations and the lights As far as the eye can see Chimney smoke Clouds the air, but it's quite clear to me It must be getting close yeah. to Christmas Day oh, the trees and the snow The snow Santa's on his way The feeling I get yeah. when I go back yeah. stay Oh, it must be getting close to Christmas Day We get time off work, yeah The kids get away too many days Still got a lot of gifts to get Gotta wait till I get paid Shopping for people That don't even keep in touch I started out with the budget Still spent way too much It must be It must be close To Christmas Day Oh yeah trees and Can you feel it? It's the air The feeling I get When I go back home always makes me I just stay. wanna stay It must be getting close To Christmas Day So that was my song, Close to Christmas Day. Uh, super catchy, super fun. Uh, I can imagine it like on a Netflix show or something quite modern. That could pretty much cover any song, couldn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, right, it's actually now, written now. for sync as well, so it works right. quite perfectly. Now, what do you think of this? Uh, it's very well produced and very um, a, a fine example of what it is. I, I'm really not an R&B fan, so I, um, I'm immediately at a disadvantage with this kind of music. But it, it was nice. It was it was positive. It was vibrant. I think it it kind of ticked all the boxes of a Christmas song. You know, it kind of it, it just it just went through everything. You know, you got like sort of bells and chimes in the background. It, the, the, what I did like is there were these little like refrains of uh, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I thought they were like little refrains of Christmas songs and Christmas carols like interspersed throughout but but yeah it was it was pleasant it was as I say, I'm not an R&B fan at all this is this is definitely as uh, you know we've talked on the podcast before about neil music this is as, as far from neil music as you could possibly get <laughs> but I di- I didn't find it offensive so that, that, that is high praise for me do you want to go next Rich or shall I go next um, it was I, good. I'm going to be quick. I didn't like it. Well, it's like, it's the R&B that wasn't very appreciated in the 90s. Uh, some of the some of the bad stuff that Michael Jackson did uh, reminded me of. But I say it's bad. I mean, 90s R&B is iconic. Um, I liked it. Wank. So, I don't know, generation thing. Wank. <laughs> um, no, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, I don't, it, to me, it felt... It, to me, it felt a bit dated and didn't feel like a Christmas song to me either. But, uh, for me, it definitely did. Yeah, subjective. <laughs> right, no, it's, okay, well... It, it, Wayne? <laughs> well, I really liked it. You know, um, this is what a Christmas song must do for me. You know, it's all the right notes. You know, um, it points out the obvious of what you do at Christmas. You go and spend time with your family, you go and wrap presents for people you'd never see. It's great. What in, I my got defense, from it was, in my defence, I only listened to it half arsed while I was trying to do loads of shit, so I, I probably didn't give it a proper listen. I'm probably not doing it just... Do you know this person, Ema? I kind of... Well, I know the person who runs the label, so we are in the Taxi Music Group together, 
which is like a American PR company to film and TV. So I was asking around for Christmas songs and he sent it over and I brought it here. I probably yeah. need to listen to it again. I'm not giving it a fair shot, to be honest. I've had, I've, I've been rushing about trying to get this already. And you yeah. see, for me, it's kind of the sort of thing you can listen to in the background, which for me is the hallmark of a good Christmas song because it's like Christmas music should be something you can put on while you're putting the tree up, and that kind of, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to take too seriously. But you know, it, it's it's just there, and this, this kind of does yeah. that. There's, there's times in this where it's just as cynical as the song Neil's going to bring for me. You know, when he when he talks about buying presents for people you never see, I feel that's done with a bit of cynicism in in a in a nice, polite, Christmassy way. But yeah, I mean, I think what Rich said, you know, bad R and B from the nineties. I think this is you know perfect sort of two thousands vibe. And this, if this was on the like the Destiny's Child Christmas album, it'd just be played. It'd be a classic by now if it was on their album. I think it's really well produced. Yeah, easily well, as good. Nice. In, in fact, better I think than a lot of the stuff the Christmas charts anyway. So yeah. I really liked it. I, I was worried that, that Christmas songs like this don't exist anymore, and they obviously do. I need to listen to it again properly, I think. Do you want to get down there, Rich? Are you, are you ready? Um, sure, yeah, I'll go with mine. I'll bring in the song. You just had it, Rich. Come on, play the game. Two Queens in a King Toys Bed by Girl in Red. So this is that. That was Girl in Red with her song, their song, her song, Two Queens in a King Size Bed. Now, I'm only just looking at her, and I feel like I, I, I should have heard of her. She has 7,300,000 monthly listeners. Whoa. And she's sending us music. Um, that's, that's, that's a lot. Her top song has 150 million 
That nearly 151 million listens. Her second has 126 million. Why, why have I not heard of her? I mean, surely that's bigger than fucking Adele. How many? But anyway, she is. Hello, I'm Marie. I write, record and produce everything I make in my room. Wow. I started the Girl in Red project in September 2017 and I have an Instagram. I mean, everything is very makeshift. I don't know how she's got these numbers. What's her Instagram? Let's have a look. She's got one million. She's got one point seven million followers on Instagram. <laughs> Fucking hell! What? She's not. Why is she sending us? Me- How many has she got on Twitter? She's got two hundred eighty-three thousand followers on Twitter. That's mental. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say. It's a, apart from it's an amazing song done by somebody who doesn't need to be on this show. I don't know why they're sending us her music. And I was worried about my last episode. Self-worth, guys. Because yes, this show sorry, is yeah. important. No, but we need to start embracing it. No, no, no. We are. You haven't heard this music podcast. Over 7 million people have heard of her every month. 150 million people have heard <laughs> <Yeah>. of music. <laughs> I, I'd never heard of her before. <laughs> no, I've never heard of her either. No, sure, I suppose. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we we it's, haven't heard this music podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh, this song's got uh, just a... A perfect Christmas message, a perfect Christmas melody. It just feels like... It, it, it actually, when I first heard it, it put me in the Christmas mood. To me, that's what a Christmas song should do. So, and it's... I haven't heard a really good Christmas song like that since probably the 80s or 90s. So, yeah, good song by someone practically famous. She joined in 2000... She joined Twitter the same time as us. Okay. Damn. 293,000 followers. Neil, what did you think of this? I liked it. I found it very sort of dark, very a bit, bit radio-headish in places, quite, quite very atmospheric. And I, I, I didn't... I don't agree with you about being a perfect Christmas song. Maybe I missed something somewhere, but he, he didn't... Emus to me was the perfect Christmas song, um, woo woo. but I'm not normally. That, 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 that's not necessarily a recommendation of a good song. <laughs> if that makes sense, it's, it's, you know, Christmas. We have Christ- the target here. Christmas song. I delivered a Christmas song. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Christmas music is kind of cheesy and uplifting and feel good and all that kind of thing. And, and this didn't do that, but it would. But I liked it. It was good music. There was nothing not to like about it. He's got a beautiful voice, good arrangement, good instrumentation. Can't fault it in any way. It was it was great. I'll take that. Ema. I think it was absolutely beautiful, very well produced. Uh, I love the story. It made my heart, like, race. Um, very cute altogether. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It gave very me nice. feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's... You so much so that you were going to cho- choose this song? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna choose the song. <laughs> I was just about to send it in, and then you sent it. I was like, and I found yeah, because you didn't even send in that you had chosen it already. So I was like, damn it! But it's okay because I found an amazing Christmas song because of that. So thank you. I like all the songs we brought this week, and that's very rare. There's always I've got some criticism, and maybe it's just because I'm in the Christmas mood. But I like this. It's playful. <laughs> it's delicate. The story is, you know, brilliant. There's a fantastic um, change-up in the pre-chorus that sounds like an avalanche coming down a mountain when she brings in the bass. It sort of like gives you like this build-up to it before it, it, it slams in. Uh, it's a lovely love story, you know, as all love stories should be. You know, you know, we, we should all have a love at some point where you know you want to feel like you want to wrap somebody in your skin. That's what she says. I'm really surprised mm-hmm. nobody said. Um, the obvious comparison to like this being the John Lewis advert or something like that. Yes, I, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I can I, see that. I yeah, yeah, yeah I can, can kind of see that. You know what I mean with I animated think, rabbits and stuff. I, mean, I, I said it didn't really feel like a Christmas song to me. I suppose it does, but in the vein of things like Frankie Goes to Hollywood, which weren't you know kind of songs that weren't yeah. really Christmas songs but became Christmas songs. Yeah, like um, Stay Another Day by He's Seventeen. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. They got fuck all to do with Christmas, but they well, this this one did have this, this one did have references to Christmas in, so I suppose he's got an advantage over those. But you know, kind of like not unChristmassy songs that became Christmassy songs, like like Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yes, and all the best Christmas albums are. <laughs> oh, don't you mean though? Um, we all spent on Girl in Red song 
She the must just have loads of money. She must have just shit loads of money and got loads of, loads of PR people sending stuff out. We've got so Christmas is all it. about people. Capitalism. <laughs> if you like Girl in Red, go check her out. The uh, Two Queens in a King Size Bed is the song. It's very good. Neil, do you want to go next or shall I? Don't mind, mate. I'll go next if you want me to. If you want, then I can round it up. That's all good. All right, so I've gone with First Christmas by The Reverse. Uh, so enjoy. Slips and the Jews will get a holiday too Cause most employers say they have to We hold these cliches dear It hardly ever snows round here And I used to watch Star Wars every year First Christmas since you're gone Would be the hardest one Christmas since you're gone Would be the hardest one Would be the hardest one Most of us will get pissed Atheists, Catholics, agnostics Though our Muslim friends won't join that list There's no Ifs, no buts, generosity, peace and love Though we won't spend as much since the cuts The first Christmas since you're gone Would be the hardest one The first Christmas since you're gone Would be the hardest So that was The Reverse with First Christmas. Uh, The Reverse are a North London-based indie guitar band described as 90s-style literate guitar prop. This was the first Christmas submission that we had sent through to us, and I listened to it. And my first reaction, and you you guys testified to this because I I messaged you all, this is a Christmas song about death. That's awesome. I'm having it, and you know, kind of, I, I you know, kind of, I sort of jumped, jumped on that just to, um, just to be sort of, sort of humbuggy and anti-Christmas. But the more I listened to the song, and I was only, I was only half joking. I was kind of like thinking, yeah, I'm putting my stamp on this um, if nobody else claims it because you know, cause it's a Christmas song about death, and that sums me up. But then the more I listened Man, to fuck it, does that sum you up? Well, quite miserable, aren't I? 
He's like different. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I embrace the darkness. But the more I listened to it, the more I got from it, and the more I, um, I, I ended up absolutely loving this song. And it's like, so, so yeah, okay, the, the whole first listen, the whole take of it is it's somebody mourning the death of a loved one, or the, it might not be a death even, it might be, you know, somebody's wife's left them or whatever. And they're saying, you know, kind of it's a little about the first Christmas without them is, is the hardest. Underneath that, in the verses, they're sort of reminiscing about all the things you do at Christmas and there's that real melancholy that comes out of it and a, you know a cynicism and I think I think Wayne touched on it earlier when he said uh, there were some lines in, in Ema's song that were almost as cynical as this or as cynical as this it got me he kind of took me back to a place and it's like the whole point of the song to me having listened to it properly is that you kind of you've all Everybody's got memories of Christmas as a kid, and, and it's probably a, fer- a perfect Christmas that you remember. I mean, there's one particular Christmas I remember where I got a Super Nest for Christmas, and I, at the time, I had like a little sort of 12, 14 inch portable TV in the <coughs> bedroom, and I, I opened this Super Nest, and I think it was like I was young enough to not know what I was getting for Christmas, but like I'd hinted that I wanted this Super Nest like for about six months, and it was like, but you know, there's still this air of. Am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? And I, I remember opening it, and I just remember playing Star Fox on the big TV downstairs, which is probably about nineteen inches. You know, but back in the day, that was the big that was the big TV in the house. You know, you know, normally that would be reserved for like whatever mom and dad wanted to watch, but it was like I was allowed to play Star Fox on the big C, the big TV all day, uh, and that was just fantastic. And I just I, I just remember I think I broke for Christmas dinner, and I think we might have had to watch the Queen. But other than that, I just played Star Fox all day. And it was incredible and and it's like you know kind of it's almost like every Christmas since has been rated on that one uh, <laughs> and that, that was you know that was, that was the sort of melancholy of the of the song it's kind of like as you get older yeah you, you start to experience life and you start to experience death and Christmas becomes that little bit harder because I mean it's, it's, it's sort of a there's a flip side to it because you know I've got kids of my own now and I, I you know I experience it through through them and that's great, but there's, there's still that sort of throwback to, I'm never going to experience a Christmas like that again. Yeah, um, I think everybody's got like a Christmas. I've got two Christmases like that. I, got my, I think I'd been about the same age as you. I was 11. I got uh, my Game Boy, and uh, they'd, just, they'd just come out. You know, so called Game Boy. And I remember that Christmas like so, so clearly. And I remember another one when I was 23 or 24. I got a mini disc player, I got a Game Boy Advance. And I got other stuff, and I was uh, I just started seeing a girl called Vicky, and she was really fit, and it was just a brilliant Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. Have you have you finished up, Neil? Have I? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's just um, okay. I love the fact it's, it's just very real and down to earth, and it's just like you know the way they talk about. They talk about the Muslims not drinking. And it's like, how do you throw that into a Christmas song so casually? You know, and it's not racist. It's just like matter of fact. Yeah, and. You know, it's just very grounded and down to earth and relatable. I think that's what I liked about this. Oh, and it's blatant Neil music. <laughs> Before anybody else uh, says it, it is blatant Neil music. Who, who wants to jump in first here? I think Neil's just about said everything I was going to say. I love it. It's a brilliant song. It's, uh, it is exactly what Neil said it is. It is definitely Neil music, and I'm not usually a fan of Neil music, but I like this. It's uh, Even though it's miserable, it somehow still manages to keep you in, I don't know how, but it still manages to keep you in the Christmas spirit. There's like I, an uplifting melody behind it, even though it's miserable. It's like um, the musical t- backing is it's too happy. Every time I listen to a miserable song now, the bar has been set for me. And it's very hard to hit that bar. And it was set by, um, I forget what the band was called, but they did a Cocaine Christmas and a Alcoholics yeah. New Year. And I brought it a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, that was last year, wasn't that it? That was phenomenal. Was there was one about a house being burnt down or something last year. That was, that was that, Jay Stansfield. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember that? The house yes. being burnt down. Oh, yeah, because yeah. of the Christmas lights and all that. Okay, yeah. now. God, you oh, want to dear. talk about dark songs, Jesus? And it was sounding <laughs> such a it sounded an uplifting Christmas way. Did I bring then, that? Yeah, yes. Neil brought that one. <laughs> you, Rich won the year before with that song. I can't remember who it was, Rich, but yeah, you won first. the first year with that one. It's still on my yeah. playlist, my regular yeah, it's listening playlist. It's a great playlist. song. Yeah. Okay, Christmas. Absolutely great song, mate. Um, I'll go next. So, uh, I mean, everything you guys have said, you know, this is playing on your nostalgia of Christmas. You know, um, I watch Star Wars at Christmas every year when it was yes. on Boxing oh, Day every year. Yes, I watched Star Wars year. every year, that was the lie. Every yeah. year. 
I, we go round to my auntie's who lived just around the corner and it gets about nine o'clock and I was too old to stay up with the adults so they shoved me in one of the bedrooms and put Star Wars on which would be on about nine o'clock on ITV so every year for about five years I watched Star Wars on Boxing Day so straight away they had me at that they're also really cynical in their description of Christmas so much it but hurt me a little bit I was like how dare you but I agree completely the whole fact of your boss has got to let you have time off you know and it's it's sanguine such a way of you begrudgingly and you have time off and have it anyway um, everything about it is, is cynical and truthful um, and I think that's why this song very relatable yeah it really works for me I feel that the song is almost like a, a one-sided love letter to somebody he's lost he's moaning about the things he moans about every Christmas but the person he moans about them too isn't there anymore I found that really quite hard-hitting because I think a lot of people feel like this Christmas I don't want to get too dark with it but I think that's such a relatable thing you know you've lost somebody across the course of the year and you, you get to that point Particularly this Christmas, Wayne, sorry to butt in, but there's a line yeah. in there um, about uh, how he, t- he talks about spending money and it's like it's so much harder since the cuts or we not we don't spend as much since the cuts. You know, that's very relatable yeah. to everything that's happened this year, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. There's some really great lyrics in there right the way through, isn't it? Also, you know, um, he says about them... Uh, the Muslims not drinking at Christmas, and I think he says something about um, the Jews as well. Is it, am I right? It's the first Mus- line. He says, uh, uh, yeah. even 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 the Jews and the Muslims sort of get Christmas off because it's that thing he said yeah. about the employer having to give time yeah, yeah, off that's for it, Christmas. Yeah. And I mean, one of the lines I picked up on, which I thought was fucking brilliant, and it's one of them ones that butter me, but it's absolutely true. Was flashing lights on pagan trees? It's fucking yes. absolutely <laughs> true. It's fucking brilliant. Like, what is, what is the point true. of a Christmas tree? What what does it achieve? <laughs> um, like, like I said before, I think your song and Ema's song share the same sort of DNA, just told from different perspectives. But yeah, I, I love it. Fantastic song. Yeah, and we all spent on Neil's song, which was the reverse with First Christmas. I believe um, so. Well, I, have you said anything? Ema? Oh, Ema, sorry, we haven't I done have not said anything. <laughs> sorry, Ema. <laughs> Using me. No, forgotten that already. Exactly. Just to say, his uh, vocals kind of remind me a bit of Elliot Smith. I feel like there's, I don't know, maybe he takes inspiration from that and stuff. And it says that it came out nine years ago, but if, like, although it's 90s style, it feels very modern. Like, I would believe that that was recorded recently, you know. Um, but yeah, same thing you guys are saying, really. I like it. And it's good. That's it. <laughs> cool. Right then. So we're all spent on that. So we're going to finish up with uh, with my song then. So Save my the song is last. is uh, my song is God damn it, Jeremiah, and their song. What if Santa I Claus? Did, I, did is just... I did not know they were called that. I love them <laughs> yeah, even called... more now. Excellent name. They're, they're called God damn it, Jeremiah, and their song is What if Santa Claus is just twenty ferrets oh, in a red sorry, suit? D- d- stop for a minute. That is up there with erotic secrets of Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Take a listen. Oh yeah. What if Santa Claus is just 20 ferrets in a red suit? What if Santa Claus is just 20 ferrets in a red suit?
Okay, so that was Goddammit Jeremiah with their song What If Santa Claus Is Just 20 Ferrets in a Red Suit? Excellent. I'm really struggle trying to find anything out about these guys. All I got was uh, from their Twitter page is they are a three-piece punk band from Cambridge playing stupid punk songs. <laughs> and that sums them up entirely, to be honest. I found this song... Um, just listened to some playlists, found these guys. They got like some like 35 monthly listens on Spotify. And the minute I played it, I was like, this is fucking genius. This is hilarious. I went back through. They got some other great songs. One of the other songs from this EP, or album, sorry, one of the other songs from this album is called The Day I Snare Trapped Santa, and another song on there called Away in a Travel Lodge. So, you know what? You know where we're heading with these guys. Look, it's just fun. You know, it's been a shit year. I just wanted to bring something fun. And that's what this is from start to finish. The main thing is, who hasn't asked that question? What if Santa Claus is <laughs> right. just 20 ferrets in a red suit? It's, it's almost, the, the feel of it, it's like, it's like if Billy Bragg was written and performed by Bill Bailey. That's the way it feels to me. You know, it's got that innate silliness to it, and it's not serious in any way, shape or form. I love the fact that they actually put a question like, is some sort of government conspiracy? They, they, they word one of the phrases of they, they've, what if they've, you know, done it this way to keep us in the dark, and it's, it's just brilliant. I mean, you just said it, it's fucking brilliant. Absolutely There'll be a riot it. if the truth comes out or something Can I like play? That. Can I play one of their other songs? It is 15 seconds long. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here it is, when it plays. Give me a second. Hear that? What the hell sing? Fake news. That's it. <laughs> just fucking love it. <laughs> Fifteen seconds long. Absolutely, just brilliant. So, uh, I mean, the main thing is, if this doesn't bring the, the smile to your face, then just give up now. Neil? Fucking incredible. Don't know what else to say, really. Just no. <laughs> I, will, I will say more. It just it blew me away. Because it's, I I really appreciate the music of They Might Be Giants. Um, don't know if you, you guys are familiar with with them, but uh, love, the, love them guys. Yeah, they, they might be giants, a sort of a quirky comedy band, but they're also incredibly musically talented as well. I mean, you, you kind of you listen to their albums, and it's daft. It's very sort of avant garde. It's very Monty Python and very surreal and very ridiculous. But at the same time, there's real musicality behind it, uh, and this just captured that for me. It was like they might be giants. It was, it was a comedy record, but there was effort put into it. There was, it was, it was, it was listenable to. It's dangerously catchy. I mean, I've just been, <laughs> I've listened to it a few times, like throughout the week. But I've just, um, I tend to night of the podcast. I tend to play all the songs for the podcast while I'm washing up after dinner. And Erin, my my five year old, coming to the kitchen while I was listening to this, and uh, she started dancing to it. In between doing that and um, podcast, she had a bath. I took her up to the bath, and she I could hear her humming in the bath. I'm like, what's she humming? And then she started singing this song. She'd picked up the melody of it, and she was singing, "What if Santa Claus was twenty ferrets in a red suit?" <laughs> Oh, that is brilliant! So we were talking about it afterwards, and she got this. Um, she got this little. She's obsessed with these little Lego cards that you get from Sainsbury's, and she got one of Santa. She goes, "Oh, look, it's Santa!" And I said, "I said, ah, but it might not be Santa. It might be twenty Lego ferrets under that suit." And she kind of looked at me all serious and said, "No." I said, "Okay." She said, "We'd have to make them Lego beards." <laughs> okay, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, oh, I, I loved it. Excellent, uh, Ema. Yes, I also loved it. it. Made me so happy. And um, you guys are right. It's like after this year, it's just nice to have a fun, happy Christmas song. It's super full of character. It's super original, you know. And um, I can imagine it's. I don't know if you guys have seen Flight of the Concords or the Mighty Boosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mighty Boosh. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it kind of fits into that, like that feeling for me or the Flight of the Concords is very good at it fit I've right heard of Flight of the Concords it's the sort of thing yeah, that I, I need two... to check out oh it's very good yes two New Zealand guys and they're trying to get signed but like it's that kind of music and stuff or yeah I just think it's awesome I love it Richie yeah it's good I liked it it's, um, everything that you've, you've said it uh, reminded me of Amanda Palmer a bit but not as polished but these don't take themselves that seriously anyway, so I don't think they'd give a shit. Um, I think these are a good example of a band that's out to not take over the world, but enjoy music. And 
you can see that in what they're doing. It's good, yeah, I like it. It's, um, it, didn't, it didn't give me a, a Christmas vibe in, a, in any way. It just felt like that's taking the piss out of Christmas a bit, but who cares? It was just, yeah, it's good. It's fun. Excellent. They've just released a new song today, and it's called uh, Let's Give Christmas a Miss This Year. I wonder what, <laughs> I wonder what that's about. Sounds like I, a am, <laughs> I am all up for that. <laughs> yeah, I um, absolutely love this. Uh, so, yeah, go check out. Uh, are we all spent? Are we all spent on this? Is everything done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Right, okay, so um, just to recap, go check out Rich's song, which was Girl in Red, with two song, uh, two queens in a king-size bed. Go check out Ema's song, which was Close to Christmas Day by Taylor Pace. Neil's song, the reverse on their song, First Christmas, and my song, which was God Damn It, Jeremiah, and What If Santa Claus Is Just 20 Ferrets in a Red Suit. So much fun to say that, it really is. Um, head to head... It's the it's the judgment then. This is this is a strange one, isn't it? We haven't done this for a while. So, uh, who are you siding with, Rich? Me. You're not allowed to pick you. You can't pick yourself. Um, probably Neil Sung. Oh, okay. Neil, definitely Wayne. That's, that's one for me and one for Neil. Ema. Um, I'm torn, but I think to be true to my first thought, I was going to bring Girl in Red, so I'm going to go with Richie, although I do love 20 Ferrets. So, uh, d- d- drum roll, please. You have the deciding <laughs> vote, Wayne. Oh, dear. But it's not going to be you. It's not going to be me. No, it's not going to be me. That's okay. <laughs> well, unless um, you vote for Ema, in which case, we're all winners. See, I'm in that position. I like all of the songs. Uh, you know, all the three that I can vote for, I like all three of them. I think all three of them Don't are different man. enough. You're sorry. Don't be a homo. No, I'm not. It's 2020, I, I you can be a homo. I think they're all great, but I'm going to side with Neil. What was that? It's 2021, you can be a homo. <laughs> I'm voting for Neil. It's safe. Neil's got my vote. So, Neil wins the Christmas head-to-head. Congratulations, uh, Neil. won something? You've won the Christmas head-to-head. Fuck Two votes. Uh, <laughs> two votes to one-to-one. One. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, Neil. Yeah, Go check out all the songs. Brilliant. Uh, are we going to do this Christmas wild card then, Rich? Yeah. It's the motherfucking Christmas wild card, people. We're not going to be able to do it, are we? Did you hear that? Yeah. What? With the wolf? So you can hear that? Yeah. yeah. I can hear that. Oh, whoa. Hmm. So why can't we do it? Ooh. You can't hear it. So is that coming through on the recording? That's a right scary wolf, that is. Oh. <laughs> go blimey, go on now. Out here go on the blimey, street. Mary Poppins, that's a right scary wolf, wolf that is. <laughs> 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 oh. Dick Van Dyke, oh. AI. <laughs> Oh, many little apples and pears, that road. Sweep that chimney. Run from that wolf. <laughs> Stab it, you die. Carol. Emma, uh, Emma, Emma, we should have got you doing... Um, oh, I'd do anything from Oliver. You could have great Nancy uh, Nancy from Oliver, couldn't you? Even fight might oh. be ill. Okay. Oh, fight a death, anything. That's the one, yeah. I'd do anything for you, dear, anything, because you mean everything to me. Fucking I'd hell. say that. <laughs> did, did you record that? That could be your audition tape. <laughs> Would you climb a tree? Anything. anything. Fight a bumblebee. You anything. can't. <laughs> Have a drink or three. Anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for oh, you. you. <laughs> this is how they all think we speak in America. <laughs> God blind me, governor. Fucking asshole. Top of the morning, governor. Oh, I want a pony now. <laughs> Daddy, you can mean... I have a pony? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Tip tosh cup of tea. You know. I say, dear, you already have one pony. Do you really need another one? Oh. <laughs> I want another pony now. I don't <laughs> have the pink one. <laughs> God! 
<laughs> anyway, right, okay. Anyway. I've got... Anyway. Um, I've got... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list of Christmas songs. I, what? I, I didn't even mean to put the accent on then. I've got a list of Christmas songs. Oh, no, I've got a list of Christmas songs, eh? Oi? Oh, is that it? Gosh, you think you've got that crew, Governor? What? <laughs> Fucking time. Oh. We're time travelling here. We're back in the Victorian London. <laughs> Jacob <laughs> Rees Mogg's going to show up in a minute. You're going to say oh. Jacob Rees Marley. <laughs> Jacob Rees Mogg. I've got a list of Christmas songs. I'm going to flick through them. And uh, Emma, say stop at any point. Okay. And stop. Right. I've got poor, by the way. By, by the way. way, one word. What? Poor, by the way. Hiya. I was just posting and you came up as a guy I should connect with on Twitter. By the way. Oh. Because one of my fellow Manchester musicians follows you too and she has a pretty good taste. Well, if she likes me, she does have good taste. Are you taking on any music submissions at the moment? If so, our alternative Christmas single is out today. Here's a link to the video. It's called Until Next Year. And our band is The Horse Puppets. Would be great if you have a minute to listen. I'm going to go one better than that, Horse we Puppets. Have a minute. I don't want a horse puppet, I want a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want a unicorn. Right. So this, this is their song. It's dragon. This is their song. Until next year. This Christmas Eve, I'll put lights around the tree, the flicker red and gold, our empty home. This Christmas Eve, there's no need for extra chairs, you won't be there, an ordinary day, until next year.
Let's put my earphones back in. I like that. Well, for me, for me, um, it's ghost town. <laughs> that was ghost town. Um, yeah, for me, that that song just won Christmas. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> uh, Wayne, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, beautiful song. You know, um, it's funny because the minute it started, I had a sort of not a light bulb moment, but there's only three types of Christmas song in there, really. There's religious, silly. And sad. They're the only three types of Christmas songs you'll get. And this one obviously falls into like the melancholia and the sadness of it all. And uh, you know, it's... right against the machine, angry. I suppose. Um... Is it a Christmas song? <laughs> it is no, now. Not at all. It just happened to be number one at Christmas. That's all. I mean, it's very topical. I mean, we're all in the same boat this year. You know, we're not going to be seeing loved ones. There's a great line in there about not needing extra chairs. That's such a, you know, Christmas thing, isn't it? Oh, we haven't got enough chairs for everybody to come round. And you don't have to worry about that this year because people aren't coming round. You know, it's very sad. I really, really, really loved that they used the Caroler Bells motif towards the end of the song. And he does a dun, 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 dun. And that's all they used and then went into something that was so well-placed and well-done, that was. Really lovely song, really well-done, minimised... Um, could have really overblown it, but they didn't, you know, sort of stripped it back to keep that feeling of, I suppose, solitude. But yeah, lovely song. Fantastic. It reminded me of What'll I do when you <laughs> are far away and skies <laughs> are blue. <laughs> What'll I do? You know that one? That was a bird of a feather. Yeah. A bird of a feather. Yeah, You're doing a Cockney accent now. Doing a Cockney accent now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm having to think about it and I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> I'm going to end up sounding like an Indian or something. What'll I do when you're <laughs> fucked? <laughs> Just do that instead, yeah, because that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, it reminded me. It's a beautiful song. We, we, and uh, if that was brought as a head head, that would have been my favourite. I, I instantly though. thought that when you played it, I thought oh, it's typical that we've we've had. You know, after we've sent each other submissions on that, we get submissions that are in the operational. That's put any other get. submissions. No, I mean, all the all the submissions have been great. Yes, this one is awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think as soon as I heard it, I can imagine it being in you know like a typical Christmas movie where like the couple go to the in-laws house for Christmas and then there's an argument and one of them goes home like that would be in the background and then the last part of it could be in like the Doctor Who Christmas special and I was thinking it'd be really cool if they had like I mean it's stunning as it is but like a children's choir singing the until next year I that'd be really awesome and some percussion and stuff but yeah that was absolutely fantastic song stunning big fan Neil 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 it was Neil music. It was Neil music all over. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, what more can I say? It's. it's I, I do think. Um, I mean, as much as I love, um, and you know, I obviously um, raved about um, twenty ferrets in a red suit. I um, this Christmas isn't the Christmas for it. This Christmas is dark. <laughs> and it needs a dark soundtrack, and I, yeah, this 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 was perfect. You okay? <laughs> and on that cheery note, everybody, you want to talk about it? <laughs> you know, um, um, by all means, go check out the Horse Puppets. Uh, their song is "Next yes. Year." Uh, oh, sorry, until next year. Absolutely fantastic song. And uh, our wild card, our Christmas wild card. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've already know. Um, that's it then folks we are that's it we've rounded up that's it it's the end of the podcast it's the end of the year for highlights of the year highlights of the year for me it's got to be the uh, when it all started you know the whole lockdown thing happened it was all looking shit and everybody was panicking and we kind of found some light in it and we, we did that first that first fe- online festival I had the idea of an online festival because oh, nobody, that was nobody else that in was the world phenomenal. had the idea yeah. until then I was the first person ever in the world to do one and then ever, because I am that clever, we did it, it was amazing. And then as soon as we did it, everybody else wanted to do it and they copied us and nobody said thank you. That was my favourite thing. It's lonely at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking is. Trendsetters, man. No, but I'll, I'll just, but you know, in, in all seriousness, that that was, it was the first one, the first festival was, was brilliant and it was, everybody was in high spirits considering everything that was going on and we all came together and it was good and we raised 
virtually nothing for charity. And about two hundred quid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that was nothing. amazing. Uh, anyone else? Now, yeah, I'd kind of go with the festival as well as High Point. Um, so it was just a, a phenomenal day, really. Um, uh, so podcast-wise, the, the, the Neil Taylor episode sticks in my mind. I don't know if it's just because I had one of my few head-to-head points during that episode, but I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed having him on as a guest, and I think uh, that's probably the that's probably the biggest celebrity we've had on, isn't it? Um... Oh, Luke Cumming. Luke oh yeah, Luke Cumming. Yeah, and, uh, and also him from um, the chap from. Um, um, that band in there. Oh, um, Dan but no bacon. Yeah, yeah Dan but no bacon. That, that might have been last that, year. Was that this year? I think that might have been this year. Shanika, of course, Sean Evans as well from Kashmir. Uh, she this year as well. Oh, yeah. No, she was last. Well. She was definitely last year. Uh, the the, the you, point is, we've had, we've had more famous people than uh, Neil Taylor, but I, I like Neil Taylor. I think, I, Taylor, I think Neil Taylor's been around the block more. He's been with more famous people. He's played with more famous people. I mean, he's played with Tina Turner. I think if I had to pick a, an episode that I enjoyed from this series, it was a Neil Taylor episode, um, not just because I won the head-to-head. But I, I brought the song, um, the Parallax Skies song in that episode that changed my life and changed my entire outlook on life <laughs> and caused me to stop no. being... Uh, what's, what's been your highlight of the year, Ema? Um Podcast-wise? definitely oh the thought of it ending <laughs> no um <laughs> you know it's some i mean i had some pretty good musical career highlights this year um but i really loved being on the online festival i have to say that was very very cool it was almost like oh this is gonna be okay you know yeah there's something very special about it mm. it hasn't been though but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean not really much else to say unfortunately it's been <laughs> yeah, it one of those shit. years it has been a shit year <laughs> one of those years yeah mm. anyway moving so, on huh, merry christmas everyone <laughs> as always next year <laughs> so yes thank you everybody who's joined us for the show who's uh you know obviously i'll well, I was going to say people are going to be out enjoying the festive season, but you're not because you're probably locked down. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining <laughs> us throughout the year if you've joined us. And next year is going to be even better because we can't get no fucking worse. So <laughs> please check us out on all our socials. Please go back to all our previous episodes. You can find us on Spotify, Spreaker. You can find us all over. Anywhere you find a podcast, we are there. We've got lots of good stuff coming next year with our new host. We've got the Good, good plan for the B sides. The main show is going to be even better somehow, and it's going to do loads of shit. We're going to improve our socials, our website. Everything's going to be better. It's going to be a good year next year. I've got good, I've got a good feeling about next year. So please come back and join us next year. And if you like what we do, support us on Patreon. That would be awesome. It costs three pound a, m- a month to support us we put this out for free but it doesn't it's not free for us to make so support us it'd be lovely we'd appreciate it and Merry Christmas I've been Richie Merry Christmas Neil I've been Wayne I've been Emer thanks for listening if indeed you still are you still are now fuck goodbye, off goodbye Neil goodbye I have to edit that out now bye <laughs> ho 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 you can't get much for five bucks these days unless you go to wendy's for a five dollar biggie bag get your choice of double stack junior bacon cheeseburger or crispy chicken blt plus four-piece nugs fries and a drink all for just five bucks That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii.